this is God's country. All right, all right, all right. Let me get that down a little bit. I think my light is a little off. Let's try that there. Let me cut off a little bit of God's country because we are in God's country. Um, what up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to the weigh-in, Mr. Barry Davis and other guests. What's going on, guys? Um, uh, as you guys can tell, this is not our typical Tuesday night, and I am not at home in the office kicking this thing off. Uh, it's been a uh, it's been a whirlwind of a week. Uh, long story short, uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday, I spent all day up in Hendersonville, uh, Tennessee, uh, uh, with Chad and, and, and all the KBF crew. And we were planning on doing this. I had, uh, Troy and Danny, our guests tonight, I had them lined up and set up uh, long story short, my wife called, my kids were sick. And, uh, so I took off to the house, Troy and Danny absolutely stepped up and said, no problems. We can do this on thir- on Thursday night. Um, and then after I made those realizations, I realized that uh, that I was going to be on the road with Fluke Master and we were going to be at Ron Champion's house. So that big check and all this stuff is not mine. That's Ron Champion's. I'm in his office uh, down here just outside of Savannah, Georgia, about five hours, six hours from uh, uh, from home. Uh, and uh, we're down here filming for a couple of days doing some uh some fishing and some filming. And uh, I expect those guys will probably pop in and out as the show goes on. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's why we're doing it. So it's not our typical night. My apologies there. Um, uh, you know, Hey, it is what it is, but we're going to get this thing off. Right. Uh, uh, this is episode 19 of the way. in. if you guys have never seen this show before, uh, basically point blank, what this is, is an opportunity for us to get to, uh, to get interview uh, winners, uh, influencers, uh, guys in and out of the industry. And tonight we've got two phenomenal stories. Uh, we've got the, uh, the central regional champion, uh, 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 Troy Inky. He won on table rock this last weekend to solidify his championship there in the central region. Uh, he's got a phenomenal story. And then following up him is Danny Uberry. I think I'm saying that right. Danny has a phenomenal story. He is the KBF uh, West Region uh, uh, Angler of the Year. Um, it's his first year um, out there uh, 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 fishing in this space, fishing in the in the KBF stuff, and so uh, so he's got another phenomenal story. Should be should be really really good. Uh, Sam Jones, what's going on? Uh, you guys comment down below. Uh, two things I want you guys to do before we get into too much business is uh, if you guys are tuning in, I want you to let me know where you're watching from. And then secondly, I want you guys to go in and smash that share button, uh, speaking of which is what I need to do, and let everybody know that you guys are watching the weigh-in going down right now and that uh, we are expecting uh, expecting quite a good show tonight. So um, if you guys can do that, that would be fantastic. If you guys have got questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, anything that you guys want to weigh in on, that's what this show is about. It's designed for you guys to weigh in on topics, talk about different things going on in and around the sport and the industry, and there's a ton of stuff to cover um uh should be should should be good good show uh this weekend the uh the new canoe texas regional uh has got their final uh down on lake fork it's this it's this coming saturday sunday the 28th 29th if you guys are following at all what's going on in the texas region uh matthew scotch is just unbelievably dominating down there um it's gonna somebody's there there's a lot of big sticks that fish that region um, but it's going to take somebody coming in there and, uh, and, 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 and really having a solid two days 
to to knock to not Matt uh, Matthew off of that pedestal. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. If if it was me betting the field versus me betting on Matt Scotch, there's some big sticks down there. But I'm telling y'all right now, I think I'm betting Matt Scotch. So I, I would love for one of you guys to prove me wrong. But I don't think any of you guys have done it so far this year. Not many of you have been able to. So it's going to be uh, to be quite interesting. Uh, Josh Little uh, out of Cartersville, Georgia. What's going on, buddy? Uh, Miss Jean Wilson. What's going on, darling? Out of North Florida. Joshua Booth is watching in Missouri. Tim Isaacs. What's up, brother? How are you, man? Hope you're feeling good. Hope everything's going well. Kiss the family for me. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I'm sure that we'll have Ron and Gene and some of the angler guys pop in here a little bit later on. Um, but, uh, but without further ado, guys, I want to get right into the Bonafide Kayaks uh, Central Regional Champ, uh, Mr. Tony, and uh, and uh, and bring him on. Talk a little bit with him about what's been going on uh, since uh, since he uh, since he took uh, the two day tournament on the 21st and 22nd earlier on uh, last week. As a matter of fact, that was last that was his past weekend. Man, that's crazy how that happens. So, uh, all right, let me get his mute. Let me get his mic turned on. Uh, Mr. Troy, what's going on, buddy? Hey, brother. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. How are you? Doing great. I'm, I'm finally coming down man. a little bit. Well, dude, it's only been days, right? Since, <laughs> I mean, since you went into Table Rock and, <laughs> you know, and, and just went in and, you know, and, and, and did what you did. So, uh, I mean, we're going to unfold this a little bit, but I mean, uh, you know, how, how has it been, man? Family, friends? I mean, you know, companies and stuff like that. I mean, since since winning the championship, I mean, what's the last four or five days been like for you? So it's been a whirlwind. My Facebook has exploded. I think I've got about two or three hundred new new friends on Facebook. <laughs> Instagram has doubled. I don't use that very much, but I think I'm gonna have to start using it a lot more. So Instagram's fire, bro. Especially yeah, in the fishing world, Instagram's fire. Uh, I just love that we all love fishing, and I, I just can't wait to see what this, the future of this sport holds. It's 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 been wonderful for me the past. 18, 19 months, and and it's just an incredible uh, group, an incredible tribe, and I look forward to what the future brings. Now, now you were a guy, you you came into KBF halfway through last season, right? Right, about May last season, and uh, I had no idea how any of this worked. You know, I, I bought a, a used native uh, propel from uh, a former uh, competitor here in, in Missouri. That's a great uh, boat. I joined two, you know, well, I bought that boat because I was watching Greg Blanchard's videos. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. Aren't everyone watching Greg Blanchard's videos? Right. So, I mean, well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have the utmost respect for the guys that do it with a paddle, that, that, that are out there fishing with a paddle. I don't know how you do it. I, I was looking for something hands-free. I'm 48 years old. You know, I need... I need my hands free and I, and I need to be able to focus on the fishing. And that's why I went with uh, a paddle or a pedal drive. So Troy, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to slow down and back up right there, boss. Okay. Now at, at 48 years old, I mean, where like back up, like where did you, where did you first see kayak fishing and how did you decide, Hey, I'm 48. I want to dive into competitive kayak fishing. Okay. So about five years ago, my numbers aren't exact, but about five years ago, I started uh, fishing uh, our local, BFLs, FLW BFLs in the Costa Division as a co-angler. And just and that that happened after I was watching a lot of major league fishing and, and looking at those guys and studying everything that they do um, and just getting just really into it. And I and I've been fishing since I was about six years old. My dad, my uncle, our, our whole family we fish all the time. We're either fishing or hunting or wishing we were doing either one of those things. So yeah, it's always fishing for a place to hunt or hunting for a place to fish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, fast forward to uh, about five years ago and 
doing the doing the BFLs. I won a little bit of money on my first trip with Kyle Uptergrove on Lake of the Ozarks, and that was all it took. Uh, you know, as soon as you win a little bit of money, you think I can do this now. <laughs> so that that eased, that eased things up at home and allowed me to uh, to get some entry fees for the next round of tournaments. And one thing leads to another, and now then I'm going to a Bassmaster Open and fishing with Tom Statler down in Table Rock and uh, watching watching all these guys and how they approach the lakes and how they break down a body of water and and how they how they perform on on the water it was it was the best learning experience ever to be able to watch these guys practice their craft you know some of them were were talkative and they would they would tell me things but i kind of you know let them do their thing i sat in the back of the boat and, and just watched and, and tried to learn as much as i possibly could and so doing that and cashing a few checks doing uh, during the three or four year span helped increase my confidence level and and then i somewhere i don't know how i did it, but i I, I was watching uh, I was watching Chad Hoover's show and I was looking at that and then I saw something about tournaments and then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just Google this and see what's going on in Missouri. And up comes up comes Moyak and Camo and there's all these trails. There's, there's a huge following in Missouri. I mean yeah. it's one of the better states yeah. for kayak angling. You know, back then, you know, you, you go back twenty months ago, twenty-three months ago, and if you told me that I was gonna be fishing on a lake in Missouri, uh, you know, Lake of the Ozarks or Table Rock. Yeah. Kayak. No, you don't do that, especially in the summertime because <laughs> you got four foot rollers going. So that, that would have been, there's no possible way. But then I yeah. started looking and watching and saw some of Brian Hillman's videos and Josh Booth uh, and watch their, you know, look, started following those guys. And I tell you what, jo Josh Booth is one of those dudes that just, I mean, everything he touches is gold. Like he just, he just, he just has it figured out. Right. Right. He's just he's dialed in no matter what body of water he's on. He's one of those guys that just gets it. That's right. That's right. He's an incredible stick and a great human being. I really, really appreciate him. He's, he's the, our tournament director of Moyak and uh, we've got, gotten along really well. So but, you know, so I I started calling or I started asking some questions and I'm on Facebook one day and Jeff Mellencamp is is on. And I, I said I started to ask him some questions and he's immediately he goes, he goes, here's my number. Call me. This is the middle of the day. He doesn't know me from Adam. And he talks yeah. to me for a half an hour. And and so I'm in Moyak and, and I'm on, you know, I'm starting to do these these tournaments. And suddenly at the end of the year, I've qualified for the KBF national championship. And I and I and I'm going to uh Caddo Lake and Cross Lake and I'm hanging out with Jeff and and Josh and Lance Burris and DJ Williams. You, you, I mean, you just you just dove all the way in. Like you didn't take the stairs. No. You dove into the deep no. end and just and so now so so fast forward, you find yourself at Lake Caddo down down at down at Bozier City in Louisiana this this year yep. for the for the national championship. It was a three day event. How did that event go for you? Okay, so I'm I'm a nerd. I so I, I, I work in IT all day, every day. Uh, at night, I'm doing map study. I'm I'm watching videos. I'm going back to the old Bassmasters from the '70s, watching those those things on YouTube. Watching Red River, you know, yep. whatever I can, whatever I can bring into this brain and try to make some sense out of. Looking at you know Texas fishing forum. I'm I'm reading forum posts and all kinds of stuff. Go just deep dive down into that area, and I pick this launch on the North Shore of Caddo Lake, and. I go down there on a Monday by myself, not knowing anything, if I'm going to get eaten by a gator or what. And I, and I launch 
I launch at this place on the North Shore. I can't even remember the name of it. It's a campground. And I pedal my, what was I in at that time? I, I, was, in a, I was in a Hobie, yeah. Uh, pedal my Hobie out into these cypress groves. I have no GPS. I've got no fish finder at all. I, I, I got to make sure I can still keep my eye on the ramp because I don't want to get lost. So I'm an idiot out here nowhere, you know. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but you know, something tells me just go. So I tie on a chatterbait, go out there and I catch a five pounder. I got this. Boom. Oh, it's game over. I'm oh, gonna yeah. dominate. Yeah. Let's let's I've go. already won hundred grand. Let's go. So I go back to the I go back to the uh house we're all staying in, Dwayne Beatty, Dwayne Wally. All of us are in this just yeah. American that Jeff you're found. Already in the big house. Like it's and the I'm first event. I'm telling you, you're already in the big house. Jeff Mellencamp, if you don't get that same house for us when we go back down to Caddo, you are in trouble, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, it's gorgeous. I go back down there just for the house. Anyway, so we go to the pre-tournament meeting, and and Chad starts talking about all these special contingencies. If you fish the Red River, and there's this whole yeah. sketch that's opened up, and if you want to fish that, go for it. And nobody's been down there in six years, and all these fish are green, and they're you know. So I got myself spun out, completely went away from my, my plan, went down the Red River, spent a half day in the mud and the current and the gators and and this threw my hands up in the air. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You went and caught a five pounder on Caddo. Yeah. And then went and listened to Chad Hoover at the pre at the, at the <laughs> I look Hoover, Hoover. I know you're watching, bro. I love you, man. But I mean, just I mean, talk about I, I just I mean, he he set the hook on you, right? <laughs> yes. So I mean, yeehaw, yeehaw. Yeah, that's me. So <laughs> so then you know I, I zero down there, but I had a blast. Those guys were great. We had a great time. Yeah. I'll never forget my first experience, and and I was hoping that I would learn from that experience. Yeah. Okay. So fast forward to the week before the Table Rock tournament, we're fishing Bull Shoals. It's a Moyak event. It's the end of the year. All right, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We we wait a minute. Slow down. So, okay. Okay. so Troy, we skipped a big chunk of time there. So from <laughs> from NC to getting up to the to the to the to the the champ the the championship, mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, the 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 regional championship that was presented by Bonafide. Um, okay. Before you get into that, I mean, how, how okay. did the season go for you? I mean, okay. did you? I see what you're doing here. You want you want to see you want to hear all my zeros. Okay. No, no, no. I just want to. I mean, like, but I mean, uh, you finished. I mean, dude, you finished the champion. Yeah. Like okay. nobody can take that away from you. But but so, I want to. But I mean, but but that progression, right? right? For me, as a fan of the sport, and as a fan of all you guys, and a fan of storytelling, I like that 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 that. Yeah, you talk about you having those zeros, but overcoming that. If you do where that, I mean, you're literally sitting with with checks around you now, right, and a trophy, right. If you don't like failure, this is the wrong sport for you. Okay? Because I don't know that that's a good pitch, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. This this is the most humbling sport on the planet. Bar none. There is no more humbling sport because you're going to get something that's alive and trying to get away from you. And, you know, so I, I can't tell Danny, you. Danny's our Nick. He's cracking up in the screen, the green room right now. That's yeah. hilarious. All right, you're, go ahead. Sorry. You're going to be in the valley more than you're going to be on top of the mountain. So these, oh, 100%, 100%. these last few days have been amazing. And I thank KBF and I thank Moyak for, for putting me up on top of this mountain because it's been a long, it's been a long 18, 20 months of a lot yeah, of yeah. And a lot you're of on top of the mountain now, but getting here was soul crushing. That's right. Yeah. So, that's gonna that's gonna help us put butts in boats. Thanks a lot, Troy. Yeah, you bet. No problem. I'm in, I'm here for you. So, 
So I, I drive from Nixa, Missouri to OH Ivy, Texas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I car top my Hobie on top of my Suburban. Oh, I didn't have like a the gun show. I, I'm at Ron Chamin's house. I don't think Ron Chamin's car topping his Hobie. All right, settle down. It's just a 12 footer. It's it's fine. <laughs> so I, I get down there the first day, and, and I get to the ramp, and I, I park down by the ramp, and I'm I'm getting the Hobie down off of it, and there's this guy from Colorado next to him, and he said, "There's just something you don't see in every day." I said, "What's that?" And he goes, "Somebody car topping a Hobie," and <laughs> I, I thought, "Okay, this is great." So I launch, never fished this lake before in my life, no practice. I slept at the ramp the night before, uh, you know, and I, I get there and it's dark. I have no idea what's around me. I've never been to this lake. It's uh, central Texas, north central Texas. And so we launch. I still at this point don't have any GPS. I have, you know, I have a kind of a game plan. I saw the, the map. I did some map study. Uh, and I stayed in this one creek arm. I saw some gigantic fish. That, that lake is beautiful. If you like cactus and you like scrub brush, sagebrush, it's it's gorgeous. Okay, uh, and you can see at that time you could see in ten feet of water. It was like, am I on a table rock with a bunch of cactus around it, or what? And so, but but it was uh, that was an eye open experience. I also zeroed at that place, but I, I fished my pro, my first pro event there. You know, I'm going to go pro. You know, and see what what happens. Um, so okay, so there's two zeros to start the year. Yay me. My wife at this point is like, what are you doing? <laughs> why, keep writing checks. Why, why do you leave the state to go fishing and catch nothing? <laughs> so I come back home and we have our first event at Lake of the Ozarks. And I do pretty well there. I think I got second. second yeah, that's a, that's a, that, that, was a, that was one of the Moyak events, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. So I get... Uh, now, I mean, you competed heavily in the Moyak. I mean, you were almost, I mean, you were in the, you were in the running for AOI. Right. Which, I mean, and the guys, if you guys are not familiar with the Moyak circle and, and that tournament show, those guys do there, uh, uh, Josh Booth and those guys do a phenomenal job of running a great club there. You guys need to check them out on Facebook. Um, look them up online. It's a great way to follow another group, good, good group of guys. If you're in that area or within driving distance of that area, Y'all need to look into their 2020 schedule. Have they released that yet? Josh, drop that in the comments, bro. I don't know if you guys have released that or not yet. I think you Sorry, go ahead. I think you went live at seven tonight announcing that. But uh, so I did well there, did well at Palmy, at Palm de Terre. Um, it, it's all become a blur. But I finished with, I think I had, I think I had three or four top fives this year. Or top, I know I had three or four top tens for sure. And, and I cashed uh, several checks, won about 1,400. Uh, at our during our trail and so you know with each each tournament i was i was inching up i was you know trying trying to do better at each one of them and yeah try and stay in contention so the very last tournament of the year is at bull shoals uh regular season tournaments at bull shoals brian hillman and i are practicing together and we find we find a, a bunch of feeding fish a bunch i'm talking and they're all 15 plus 15 inch plus fish and the year prior, I'd won the Moyak or the Camo Championship on Bull Shoals. And, I, and Jeff Mellencamp introduced me to this area of the lake. And thank you very much. That, that was wonderful. And I, I ended up winning the Camo Championship last year. And, and they tell you never fish history and don't leave fish to find fish. And I did both those things. And I ended up not winning because of it. And I, and I promised myself right then, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. Knock on wood. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, Brian ended up winning winning that uh, tournament, 
on the spot that we found together with the, you know, the feeding fish and he caught like, I don't know, 10 or 15 limit or uh, at least three limits of bass that day and ended up winning by five, 10 inches. I don't remember. So uh, hats off to you, Brian. You, you know, wisdom is everything in the sport, right? Hey, hey <laughs> so, you, learn it, you, can, you can learn it by listening or you can learn it by doing. That's right. That's right. I really so, like listening. So the, so the next tournament is our, is our championship, the Missouri State Championship and the KBF uh, Central Regional Trail Final. And uh, so we, we start practice on Wednesday. We go up the James River. Typically, this time of year, or typically a lot of the time of year, you can win on Table Rock in the James River because the water's a little bit more dingy. Uh, more, there's more green fish up there, more large, large mouth up there. And, uh, and so we started there. We found lots of bait. We found good colored water. We found lots of feeding fish, but they were not the quality that I thought would win the tournament. And there was just something about that. We started fishing on a Wednesday. It was 95 degrees by you know, 1030 in the morning. Uh, Thursday, same kind of deal. It's hot, sunny, uh, not a cloud in the sky. And they were forecasting clouds and 30 mile an hour gusts and possible thunderstorms. And so you go up the James River, there's no docks. There's nowhere to hide. And thunderstorms in Missouri are, are the real deal. So I wanted to be somewhere I could get out from underneath the lightning. And I wanted to be somewhere that there was quality fish. So uh, Thursday, I put in at old 86 near the 86 bridge kind of across the lake from big cedar lodge okay and i'd found this channel swing bank some islands and a, and a mouth of this cove called clevenger and if you take clevenger all the way to the top you uh if you get out of the water and walk all the way to the top you're going to be at top of the rock one of johnny morris's most beautiful places yep. that he's ever made and if you ever get if you're ever in missouri at branson you got to go to the top of the rock their 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 wood-fired pizza is amazing so anyway, um, uh, so I launch, I get over there. There's, there's a bass boat on the first island. So I go around him. I go to the second island, which is further into the mouth of the cove. I go around it and I, on my graph, I've got a graph at this point and Garmin makes an incredible the 73 FB on the Hobie is outstanding. I love it. And, uh, so I find this underwater point. And it tops out in 10 feet of water and it drops off into 35. It's a gravel, you know, gravel run out. So I pull out the football jig immediately, 17 inch or 17 inch smallmouth, beautiful fish. And so, okay, I got a, I got a jig bike going here. That's cool. Uh, so then I, I keep going down, down the bank and I pull out the whopper plopper. And this is the three and a half inch model and it's the T1000 color. And uh, fish for about 10 more minutes, catch another good size fish. 15 plus i go back out to the island and by this time the sun's coming up a little bit it's probably about 8 30 and 8 8 o'clock in the morning i cast up next to a chunk rock on this island give that thing a twitch boom 20 incher in practice now and we're doing something now we're doing something please why can't i catch this in the tournament please come back to me in the tournament come on and so i let i take a picture of her because i'm in a monthly you know so practice yep. means when you're in a monthly um jeff mellencamp will come for you uh so <laughs> with the call out i like it right so I let her go and i, I go around, along the bank trying to get out to the main lake point at a uh, three mile marker of the long of long creek and uh two more 17 inches i'm thinking okay i'm on the quality i know where i'm going to fish saturday morning this is good so uh and the 
at, the, at this point, Brian's fishing somewhere else. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm done. I know where I'm going to come on Saturday. And, and so uh, Friday comes along and I've got all kinds of errands to run. I don't fish at all on Friday. Uh, we had a big nacho bar at the, at, at the tournament at uh, award ceremony. So I, I brought all the supplies for that and got all that stuff ready to go. And Lelanya Booth, thank you so much for your help at the tournament. Wonderful. Um, so anyway, uh, I get checked in. I meet Joe for the first time. Great guy. Love Joe. Um, and Todd Patrick, shout out to you as well. Did a great job emceeing. Uh, so Saturday morning comes along. I launch and uh, pick up the uh, whopper plop, and I start hitting the bank. And by 8.30, I had something like 80 inches, I think. 80, yeah, something like 80 inches. And I'm thinking, and I look at the scoreboard and I'm in second place. And I, I just, I just keep throwing, I just keep firing. I keep throwing, keep pedaling. Is that, is, is that, is that more fuel for your fire, Troy? Right. Or is yeah. that, is that, is that like, okay, I can, I can take a, I can take a step back or is that like, I've got to step on it. Like well, what's running through your head when you look down at tourney X at the NRS leaderboard and go, okay, I'm in second place now. Well, a few of us before the tournaments were given our projections and, I had this 168 inch number in my head, you know, 84 inches a day. You're going to be, you're going to be in the money. And, and I thought, well, 80 inches, that that's respectable on, on table rock in the fall with these conditions. And it's windy. It's like 15 to 20 mile an hour gusts on Saturday. And uh, we didn't really have, I, I didn't see any rain or storms at all where I was at. Um, but the wind was, it was considerable. And so I'm, I'm cruising along the South bank and, I put down the whopper plopper and by now it's, it's around nine 30 or 10. I, I wrote all this stuff, this stuff up and put it on our yeah. website. So uh, forgive me if I'm missing some, some time periods or whatever. So I pick up the three quarter ounce pig sticker, football jig, Brown, Brown and orange uh, with the blue craw, chigger craw trailer. And I, I find this channel swing and it comes up onto a little flat little ledge. And there's, there's about 10 foot of water on that ledge. And I throw to the top of it, two two twitches, and there's an 18 inch smallmouth. So now I'm in first place. Now it's on. I've got 84 inches after the cull, I think, something like that. And I'm like, what what is going on? This this is amazing. I, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. So I keep firing. Uh, I go up closer to the to the ledge rock, get closer to the bank, and I find a seam where it comes it comes ledge rock down to a gravel runout. And there's a channel swing right there. And my graph is lit up. There there are fish all over the place. Now, you never know if it's gar or yeah, yeah. if it's normally drum in my case. But anyway, <laughs> so I throw up there. The Shout bottom. out, Kentucky Lake. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so I pull the jig uh, down off the rocks a little bit. And boom, 17-inch uh, largemouth this time. So now I've got like 86 inches or something, something stupid. And I'm just, I'm just like every cast I'm upgrading, I'm upgrading, I'm culling, I'm culling, and and I just I'm like, well, do I do I leave this spot? Do it? Do I save some fish? You always talk here, guys talking about saving fish. And yep. I, I'm I'm thinking to myself, a two, day, a two day event. You know, we've talked about it on the way in before. A two day event is a totally different beast yeah. than, than a single day event where you can kind of run and gun. Like you kind of almost have to, you know, set your plate, you know, set your table, and then kind of walk away and wait for the main course. Yeah. And day two, if you know you got if you know you got a good placement set. That's right. And and I'm not familiar with that. I don't I don't live in that 
that environment where you're having to mentally think about those kinds of things, you know, yeah. normally it's, I, I forgot my water or where's my <laughs> next energy bar or, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, or why do I keep throwing into the trees or something? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm always so, looking right. So now I'm having a new set of really awesome problems. Do I leave fish, you know, th they're feeding. Do I just keep catching them and see what happens? So, so, so fast forward into day two. Well, right. I've got one more one more piece of the story here. So I'm, I'm sitting here with 84 inches or so, and it's about 1030. And so I throw this football jig up to the base of this cedar tree on that channel swing. And that it's at 10 feet of water where that where that uh, tree is, and it drops down into 30. And I pull it off that ledge, and it gets to the bottom, and I hook the biggest tournament bass I've ever caught out of a kayak, 22 and a quarter. And now I've got, I don't remember, 94, 94 inches and change. And you don't do that on Table Rock in a kayak with 20 mile an hour winds. And it, it, well, well, you do if your name is Troy Inky. No, well, that last weekend it was. Monster. So it's a huge fish, over six pounds. It's a toad. Uh, yeah, it's a toad. Um, a big fish for the hour, a big fish for the day. Um, I, I'd signed up before the national championship for all of those contingency plans, the big bass or the uh, bonus bucks, uh, all those things I signed up for at the beginning of the year paid off at the end of the year because you, you just never know what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm thankful that I did that. Bending branches paddle. I, I got all kinds of contingency awards at the end. But anyway, let's talk about day two. So I'm setting, so I'm setting a day two. I've got, I'm in the lead by, I don't know, 10 inches on both sides, the Missouri championship and the uh, the KBF trail event. And I, I've, I've done my best to take all of the, all of the distractions out that I can and try not to think about it. And it's, it's really impossible. So I launch the next morning and I fish for the first, I think hour and a half with just a few blowups, no bites, no bites that, that, that now, had you uh, gone back to the same place where you yeah. ended? Yeah. Same place. Clevin okay. Cove, and uh, this time the wind was blowing out of the, out of the Southeast. So I, I kept my, the nose of the Hobie in, into the wind and, and went back to the very back of Clevenger, worked my way out. No bites. I saw one of our Moyak guys, uh, Simon Taprich was in, in there with me and he left me alone all day. Thank you very much, Simon. Appreciate that brother. Um, so, uh, so mentally, so I want to, I want to move forward a little bit, a, a little bit, Troy mentally, like when you get into that day two and they're not where you left them, like, I mean, I mean, what is that doing in your head? Well, I, I went to the back and the day before I'd stayed in the, in the outer third of the cove. So in the back of Clevenger, there's not as many big rocks and we're talking like beach ball sized rocks on the bank. And, you know, a student of the sport, I went back to the 2015 when James Watson won, and he was throwing the plopper, and he was looking for big rocks. I wanted to be like James Watson. So, you know. I, that homework, guys, if you guys are watching and paying attention, y'all hear what this man is telling you, yeah. that, that that homework, what he had, the, the research, the time, the mat study, the, the watching, the seeing what had been done previously, even going back five years, four or five years previous, and understanding what they were throwing and where they were throwing it at, that was a key component for you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it was for my mental game anyway. It, it, made, yeah. me, it made me keep that, that plopper tied on the rest of the day. So I finally catch an 18-incher. I finally catch a 14-incher. And it's about 
I think 9.30, quarter to 10, somewhere around that at that time. So I, uh, I checked the scoreboard, and on the Missouri State side, I'm, I'm in the top 10. I switch over to the KBS side, and I got zero. I'm like, what, what's going on? So I checked my email, and my first two fish have been DQ'd. So now I'm freaking out because of an incorrect identifier. I had written TJC instead of a TJZ. Oh, no. Z. See these braces? I guess I was talking to myself and said C instead of said Z. But anyway, from the time I looked at my phone to the time I wrote it on my identifier, bonehead mistake. So now I'm, you talk about somebody getting spun out. Even though I'm doing well on the Missouri State side, the KBF side was within my grasp, and I just screwed it up because I wrote something down wrong. So in my mind, I'm just, I'm just completely having a meltdown. I'm getting spun out completely. And something just told me, look, settle down. You're in the right spot. These fish are feeding. Just just fish. Just keep firing. This, this is this is I want to just on a timeline. This is 10 30, 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. I got two fish. Man. So that wiped 32 inches off my score on the KBF side, right? Hang on a second. Ron. I got Ron Champion behind me. Have you have you have you had experience with writing the wrong identifier in a tournament? No, I've never done that. I mean, like, so this, he's in day two. He's found his fish. He, he dominated day one, 94 and a half inches, and gets into day two, call, runs his first two fish up. It's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and he realizes that the first two fish have been kicked out because his identifier is wrong. Oh, that sucks. I mean, like, that, you have a hard time recovering, recovering from that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for sure. You, you just, guys can't see Ron Chan. There you go. There you go. Boom. You just can't. Yeah. You know, if you're a terminator, you, you just can't let that be the end of your day. If it happened early, you just you know you gotta okay. Hey, I gotta I gotta bite down on my Guys, mouth. This is midday. Mid, hey man, you still. I mean, you gotta bite down That's, and fish till the it, very last second. Mind blowing for me. So Troy, so Troy, so tell us how you recovered from that, bro. So I got four. I got, hours. About, I got about five minutes left, boss. Go right five ahead. Minutes. Okay, I got four hours left to fish. I can do this. I can, I'm, I'm in an area where I can catch five fish in four hours over 12 inches. I know it. So I, I get all that stuff cleared out of my head and uh, keep throwing the plopper, keep throwing the plopper immediately a 15 incher. I go across the cove, 15 incher. So now I've got two on the KBF side and I've got four on the Missouri state side. So, in, you know, I, I suck at math, but anyway, I knew I was doing well. Uh, I knew I was doing well on the Missouri state side, but I knew I needed three more on the other side. So the wind, about 1.30, the wind finally dies down because there's a giant thunderstorm coming, okay? So now I've got an hour left to fish. I need two more fish on the Missouri, on the KBF side. I finally make it to the North Shore where the wind had been crowding it for two days and pushing bait up there and cloudy in the water. And on Table Rock, that's a great mix. If you can fish that, you're going to find some feeders. And immediately I did. 18-incher crashes the Whopper Plopper. That gives me... Uh, commanding lead over second place on the Missouri State side. I can relax on that side. Now I've got four on the KBF side. I just need one more to make it so that I, I've still got that lead and I'm not biting my nails uh, at the at the the awards. So I go about 50 yards down the bank, kick up the power pole, drift down the bank 15 more yards, throw at the bottom of a of a big willow tree, and I get a 14 incher with about 20 30 minutes left uh, left to fish. And now I'm, I'm just elated. I don't care what happens. I, I did the best I could do. I, I had to catch seven fish on the KBF side to get a limit of five. 
So, you know, but you, but that you kept grinding, like, kept, right? How do you mentally, going. like, said, you were able to come back to center, keep grinding, keep casting, that's right. And, you know, and you, you know, fish right down to the last minute. You know, we hear that time and time again. You know, when you do take it, you know, I know, you know, you've said yourself, you know, learning still this, you know, this trade and learning what they're doing. But, you know, when you listen to these interviews that we get to do, you know, with, with, you know, with, with Josh and with Christine, you know, with whether it's with Jay or whether it's with Ron, Matt Scotch. You hear these folks talk about time and time again, finishing, you yeah. know, not getting spun out, not, you know, fishing for your fish, not another man's game yeah. and, and fishing to the last minute and point blank. I mean, that's what you've done. That's what you did. And ultimately, I mean, that, you know, that did, you know, that put that championship in your hands, right? Yeah. New coffee cup right here. <laughs> New coffee cup. Check it out. Absolutely. So I, I, I tell you what, man, phenomenal story. Now, now, Troy, I know that you've got some plans already lined up for next season. Uh, but, but, I, before I let you go, man, I want to roll the red carpet out for you. If you've got an opportunity to thank any of your sponsors, give a shout out to anybody you want to. And then I want to hear a little bit about what your plans are for the end of this season and, and kicking on the next season. Sounds great. Hey, thank you so much to Moyak, Camo, all of our local, uh, Missouri trails or at, uh, uh, can't wait to fish with you guys next year. I don't have any sponsors to speak of. Uh, That's going to change. You keep, putting up, you keep putting up bags like that. <laughs> Bass Mogul, thank you for a great, great tournament, great trophy. Uh, KBF, all for all you do, thank you so much. I look forward to next year. Um, I think I might be going to Wisconsin here in a couple of weeks to, to go up to the final. And uh, looking forward to the national championship in, at Gunnersville next year. Uh, next weekend, or actually, yeah, next weekend, uh, I've got the Big Bass Bash on Lake of the Ozarks. We're going to try to win $100,000. So That's incredible. Not, not the kayak. That's for Jeff Mellencamp on Lake of the Ozarks. He can have that. That's incredible. Well, I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you what, guys, why don't we talked on it before? Uh, Josh Booth dropping the links right here, MoyakFishingSeries.com. You guys make sure that you that you guys check that out. Like I said, phenomenal series. Those guys are running over there. Uh, Troy, man, phenomenal, uh, you know, first full year in the sport, you know, to come across with that central uh, regional championship that was presented by Bonafide, man, uh, you know, phenomenal tournament series. And like I said, man, you know, seeing the resilience, seeing what you did, you know, like I said, you set yourself as a 48-year-old guy getting into the sport and learning these different things, you know, putting up the goose eggs, doing the, you know, you know, failing, like you just said, failing to the point where you're not anymore and putting those things in, man, putting in that toe, that time on the water and getting that stuff done right, that it just, it, it shows that resilience and it shows what all of those champions that we have come on these shows and talk with us about, that shows why you're the champion boss, was you listened and learned. And, uh, and and major shout out, man. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Uh, I'm excited to see what you do on Gunnersville at, at the NC and, uh, you know, and then see and watch your career go. You know, you just said a minute ago, you don't have a lot of sponsorship to think. I feel like the next time I interview you, that won't be the case. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Ron, thanks for your house. Thanks for, for letting the letting us Ron back you. here. Old Fluke Master over here somewhere. Boom. There he is. Hey, Gene. What's up? So, congrats. See you guys at the NC. All right, look forward to it. All right, well, Troy, man, I sure appreciate it, and we'll catch up with you on the, on, on the next time, okay, man? Good, good luck and congratulations once again. Thank you. All right, guys, that was Troy Inky. He uh, he is the Bonafide Kayak Central Regional Champion for KBF. Uh, up next, we've got Danny uh, Yerbury. I think I'm saying that right. He's going to correct me in just a minute. He's already telling me in the green room right now that I'm not. I completely know what that feels like because my last name is all kinds of jacked up, so – Hey, he'll correct me in just a minute. If you guys are just catching up with the show or just tuning into the podcast, uh, welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. You can tell if you're watching live 
that I am not at the typical, uh, not in my office at home. I'm actually at Ron Champion's house, uh, the big man right behind us, right here. Uh, we're in his office. I'm down here filming with Fluke Master um, and some of the angler crew. We're down here for a couple days, and so this this is our typical Tuesday night episode of the Way In that we were unable to do that we're now fitting in here on Thursday night uh, from uh, from the, the Champion Layer. Uh, and I tell you what, if you guys have not seen, if you if y'all never watched anything that Ron puts up online or one of the thousands of the videos that all of the companies that sponsor Ron go, go make. This dude has got a collection of baits, Gene, like for real. It's the most amazing collection of antique lures I've ever seen like, in my entire life. This office is fire, right? Like every inch is just incredible. Uh, it's nuts. It's insane. Other than all this nasty Tennessee garbage on all the walls. <laughs> there ain't many. Uh, it's, it's, it's slowly disappearing. It's, the more they end up being like a high school team, the more he gets. Look, I, I will tell you guys this. I want y'all to pray for me over the next week because I'm going to be running with these two guys. And as y'all can tell, uh, not very often in my life am I the tiny guy, but I don't hold a candle to these two linebackers behind me. So y'all pray for me this week. As, I'm a linebacker. Uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got so, but all right. So, guys, I got to I got to dig in. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but the, the West region AOI this year is Danny, who I'm butchering his name. He's in the green room right now, but this is a guy who, uh, this is uh, literally his fourth time in a kayak was his first KBF event and he won the AOI in the West. I am I'm, I'm utterly stoked to get into his story. And so we're going to bring him on right now and kind of get into it with him. Jake McCormick, Barry Davis. Uh, uh, Michael Pillman, a uh, ton of folks tuning in. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in, make sure that y'all give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from and smash that share button. We're fixing to get into it with Danny. How do I say the last Uribe. name? Uribe. 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 Or Uribe. Uribe is, you know, I'll take that. Uribe. 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 I'll take that. Uribe. I'll take that. Uribe. I should have written that down differently. All good. Uribe. 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 Writing that down. I won't, I will butcher it five more times before the show's over with. It's all good. Everybody does. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Doing good. Thanks for having me on the show, Scott. Appreciate no it. No problem, man. Uh, yeah, I know you're way out on the West Coast. It's like it's like dinner time, your time. So appreciate yeah, it's you. Nice care. and early over here. Yeah, right. We're this all getting ready. Yeah, no, it's pitch black right. here. So yeah, no, <laughs> oh, we, we don't have that. What? Um. No, so sorry. I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you so, open up. so tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, about how you kind of found KBF and kind of found kayak fishing and decided to kind of give this a shot because this is your first season in kayak fishing. Right. Um, so last year, around well, July last year, I was working a booth because I own a rod company. So, um, you know, I travel all the local uh, stores, work the show. In the central region, selling rods there, and a gentleman came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know these rods are great for kayak fishing, um, for you know tournament kayaks." And you know, I really didn't think anything of it at the time, but um, you know, it sounded interesting, it sounded cool. So I just started, you know, of course, I got online that night and, and started looking up kayak bass fishing, and KBF pulled up, and oh, well, was things pretty big, you know, uh, had the whole layout. It was normal tournament circuit kind of stuff and just looked like something I'd want to do. You know, it was, uh, 
it's always man versus man in, in these kayak deals. Um, and I like that, you know, it's, it's you versus the fish versus the other guy. I like the athleticism of the, you know, you can't just, you know, turn on your boat and motor across the lake, you know, or just go around the lake at will. Yeah, and uh, the athletes we have in this sport, right? Right. Exactly. Look at him. Stud. <laughs> I hope you wear your PFD tomorrow. I'm going to get drowned tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I like the idea of just, uh, you know, you're down at water level. You're kind of more one with the fish. Um, you got to be, make smarter choices. You know, you got to be very, uh, you got to work areas, you know, because you can't, like I said, you can't just pick up and go to the other side of the lake. It's a, it's a big decision to, you know, go load the truck, drive around, you know, unload and, and do those kind of things. So I really like that about it. And, you know, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to do it. I sold my bass boat <laughs> and I uh, contacted Dan up at uh, Headwaters Kayaks. And, you know, he's like, well, you know, I'll set you up with a boat. I went, went up, drove six hours up to buy a kayak. You know, I kind of just paddled it around the lake just to kind of feel what it was like. It was a feel-free Dorado. It's what I used this year. And, um, you know, I think I used it two times before I stuck it in the truck and hauled it to uh, Havasu, which was the first KBF event in March. So wait a minute. So what's the timeline? Like what? Like number of days? Like what? Like from the time spent, you drive up to headwaters to the time you're fishing the first event? So I that Dorado was kind of like new last year, I think. I ordered it in September, and I picked it up January. Because you know they put electronics. You know they put a couple things on it to make it a little easier for me, obviously. So I picked it up. I first time in a kayak was January 19th. Wow. And then um, I think I used it one more time at the local lake. So I had a total. Before I fished the tournament, it was a total of about three times in a kayak. That's incredible. So, so, so dive into the season a little bit. So so you Havasu is the first event you went to, correct? Right. Right. Wow. Havasu was my first event. So, so, so give me what's the expectations of that tournament versus what reality of that tournament was for you? Survive, figure it out how to, how to paddle kayak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was looking up YouTube videos. It wasn't about fishing. It was about how to maneuver kayak. When you're in the middle of a tournament and you're watching Fluke Master videos going, how do I do this? Exactly. I'm like, okay, am I paddling right? You know, I'm sloshing water, slapping around, you know. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really pre-fish in a sense of looking for fish. I was kind of just trying to figure out how to kayak fish and how to get it to drift right and stuff like that. I had no clue. Well, now you've got one of the best in the industry that's out on that side of the that's out on that side of the country, in Greg Blanchard. That yeah. puts, I mean, that really. Let's be honest. I mean, what that guy does on YouTube, like some of the things, I'm like, man, you're like you're giving everything away out there, right? Yeah. Um, but but I mean, so surely you had to lock into some of that and it kind of started, you know learning a little bit of, of, of from him and others in the space, right? Yeah. No, I, I did watch some Greg, Greg Blanchard videos and uh, the other guys that are around here, you know, just local stuff on YouTube, of well, course. I'm in Ron's office and he's got Blanchard as a screensaver. So I'm just <laughs> Yeah, like we get it. So, but go ahead. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, you know, I did look that stuff up for me. For me at that point, it was more about, you know, figure this thing out, you know, try to be competitive and, uh, you know, and just learn this season. Yeah. Know, I wanted to learn how to, how to do it right. So, um, so at that had, point, so halfway through day one of your first tournament, you're already thinking I'm going to be AOI, right? Halfway through, I have no fish and the, I've not been bit. So you're not contemplating that I'm going to chase that over the year this season. Halfway through, I was joyriding like two miles out in the middle of the lake. I was. <laughs> I made some bad decisions. I should have done that okay. that turn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I had fished that lake before, and I thought, you know, I was just going to pedal across the other side of the lake and pedal back and hit spots all over the lake doesn't work like that you know it takes a little time to paddle across the lake and it so i did about a three and a half hour joy ride of nothing and until i finally ended up back where i started at like 11 15 11 30. so i probably spent maybe an hour fishing that tournament so far man and, and i ended up about 100 yards from my truck where i parked so I didn't catch my first fish, I think, till till noon or twelve thirty. It was it was pretty it was brutal. I wasn't feeling too good at twelve, I'll tell you that much. But so, um, so how did you how so how did you finish that tournament? I finished in seventh. So I <laughs> I have a, a swim bait that I use that I caught them with at that lake. And um a big swim bait, it's an eight inch swim bait, something that I use in SoCal a lot. And I pulled up kind of in the whole armada there of kayakers and threw on a on a point and was able to get back to back swim bait fish. And those two fish were ended up being like two kicker fish. And then um <clears throat> so I caught those two about 12, 12 30, something like that. And then I kind of went around the corner a little bit and uh, caught three in three cast. And <laughs> that's kind of how my day went. So I got five oh, bites and all within about two hours. But it was a tough, tough tournament. It was really clear water. Um, it was a deal for me, you know, something I had confidence in. I was lucky to make the right cast on that bait and that just gave me momentum and confidence and i was able to come around the corner there and fish this area this pocket that i knew of and boom 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 right in a row you know right, gave so, themselves so, up. so so from that so from tournament one you, you i mean you you progressively i'm a, i mean you had to have gotten you know gotten your bearings gotten things pretty much <clears> you know <throat> dialed in for what's better for you right so, i mean i mean that's so, so, where so i mean where do you feel like now i mean as aoy like i mean at what point like did it register for at what point in the year did it register hey i'm doing well enough that i got a chance at aoy here you know honestly i didn't i wanted to get aoy and i i would watch the points and i did follow it but realistically i mean it was every tournament that was focused on that tournament 
you know, I was looking at after Havasu, Havasu was a huge learning curve for me. I figured out, okay, I can't make runs like that. You know, I got to stay dialed in. I got to find spots. I got to fish deep. You know, I got to find schools of fish. I can't rely on shallow fish. And, um, you know, I took a lot from that. And I had a good month in between that and San Vicente to adjust to that and, um, <clears throat> you know, figure that out. But for me, you know, AOI didn't sink in until, you know, a couple days ago when they put it up on, on KBF. You know, for me, it was it was every tournament, you know, prior preparation and just making sure that each tournament I was dialed in on what I needed to do to finish. I'll see you, Gene. I don't know. What, what are you, what are you you're, you're scaring me over here messing with the screen. You don't know any of these controls. What are you looking for? <laughs> What are you trying to do? Trying to mess stuff up. I'm oh, yeah. Get out of here. So, <laughs> so it's one of those things where you want Baz Mogul on, on, the, on the site. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. So, um, so, it, it, so I, I mean, you, you had a phenomenal first year winning the West Division AOI. I, I mean, what, what's, uh, what's the plan moving forward? I mean, you can't walk away now on top, right? <laughs> right. I got to defend it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I'm going to, you know. I'm, I'm at the point, you know, I think I know what my style is, what I got to do. Um, you know, native watercraft was, you know, created an opportunity for me. They picked me up. Uh, Dakota lithium batteries have picked me up. So they're building my boat. My, you know, I'll have a new boat uh, going into 2020. It'll be dialed in the way I really need it so I can be efficient. And, um, you know, it's going to help me out a ton. Uh, you know, the thing for me is I... I'm a deep water fisherman, you know, and that's, you know, that's my bread and butter. That's what I do. So I need a boat that can do that for me. And, you know, I wasn't really able to capitalize on that this year or else I think I would have even had a better year. So I think going into next year, I'm definitely going to have a better setup, better equipment. I mean, I want to say, you know, I want to compare that, you know, next year you're going to be all in. But let's be honest. I mean, you sold your boat and did some things earlier at the beginning of this year. I mean, you're all in from the get go, you know. Yeah. So, so I guess so. So, Danny, my question then becomes, you know, if if you had, you know, if you had a, a you know, a sixty second or a two minutes, you know, spiel to tell folks that are sitting at home that are watching that are that are that are looking up this sport. I mean, what do you tell folks to go get into this? I mean, what 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 would be your best piece of advice be for folks that are sitting on that bank or they're sitting there, you know, maybe they're kayak fishing but they haven't competed in the tournaments yet. I mean, what do you tell those folks? Well, it's extremely cost effective. It's very fun. Um, the atmosphere is great. You know, all the guys are cool. I mean, shoot, I'm sitting here talking live with guys. I never got to do that before. And, uh, you know, expressed how, how, how much I love the sport. Um, it's just, there's a lot of opportunity here, you know, especially because you know, this is a semi-young league. It's got a lot of room to grow. Absolutely. And I think that um, the people jumping in now have the biggest opportunity to create branding for themselves, opportunities yep. for themselves. And if you can jump in now and just get to know guys, you know, shoot. I mean, Chad, CEO, Chad Hoover jumps online all the time to talk to people. Yep. You know, you can't, where, can't, where else, what other league can you jump into? And everyone's going to talk to you and actually give you heartfelt advice on, on what right. you should do. 
Absolutely right. You know, by the, you know, I'm I'm sitting in Ron's office right now with both of these guys. These guys are legends in this industry and in this sport. Right. You know, guys that you know that have you know have the ability to get anything and everything that they want to in this sport because of the work and dedication they've put into it. And both of those guys would happily give you a cell phone number and say, you know, text me, shoot me a call, give me, let me know, let me know what you need. That, I just, I agree, man. That's 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 for me. That's why I found this sport. That's what resonated there, and I think so many people do that same thing. So it's just, yeah. it's, it's really cool to see. But to see a guy like yourself, you know, really commit, do everything that you've done, and and to come out with an AOI in your first season, uh, I mean, Danny, bro, I just, I mean, mad props, man. I, I appreciate I, it. Yeah, that that's 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 super phenomenal. I can't wait to see kind of you know what you get into next season and how you progress. You know, getting like you said, getting the right, you know, getting the boat for you dialed in. Now that you do have some tournaments experience underneath your belt and getting an idea of what you really need to be effective on the water. I think that's a major thing. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're going to be a force, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with you next. So you got a fan now in me, I'm gonna be watching, <laughs> dude. So it's, I good, appreciate it. it's good stuff, man. So before I let you run, man, I want to give you an opportunity to thank any kind of sponsors that you want to give a shout out to any friends or family or anybody that I might have helped you along this season. And, uh, and then I want you to tell us what's, you know, a little bit more about what's coming up next. What's your next event? Well, first off, I got to thank my wife. You know, I dragged my wife around, and she willingly came. <laughs> nice. She came out to the regional, the regional finals on her birthday. Ooh. I know she would have. Uh, I know she'd rather been doing a lot more things. So, what's her name? Rebecca. 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 Thank you. <laughs> hey, my wife named Rebecca, so that's perfect. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. So I owe her the biggest thanks of all. <laughs> she puts <laughs> up with me, you know, toying around with tackle and stuff all day. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I want to thank Native and Dakota for, for picking me up and, and giving me an even bigger opportunity for 2020. And uh, Dan at Headwaters for getting me set up with a boat uh, initially. And, and uh, you know, for next year, you know, I, I'm going to try to fish all the events. Um, we have seven events now on the West because we're such a big region. Uh, Chad was nice enough to give us a little bit more opportunity. So I'll be fishing those events. I'll be fishing the uh, national championship. Uh, if I qualify for the 10, I will be going to the Kissimmee chain to fish it. That's a so, haul. That's a haul. It's a haul, but hey. Well, yeah, Gene, and, Gene and I will both be at the 10. Gene and I will both be at the NC. Uh, Gene's actually qualified and going to be fishing the NC. So, uh, so, you know, he's, uh, you know, Gunner, he, uh, he t you took second or third this year, third, third at the Gunnersville yeah. event. So you got your work cut out for you, Danny. Yeah, I know. So. You know, it's an offshore fishery and that's what we do. Hey, so okay. Not that time of year. <laughs> oh, and the smack again. We'll force feed them. We'll force feed them. That's okay. Just don't believe anything I tell you from here on out. Yeah, yeah, it may be a good time to stop watching the foot. No, I'm just kidding. Right. No, 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 no. He's yeah. still he he's he's still good with his videos and what he does there. So, Danny, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I uh, uh, will. We should know in the, over the next couple of weeks how that ten starts shaping out and where that kind of right. goes. I, I yeah. you know, I you know for sure. Like I said, you know, both of us will be down there. I can't, you know, definitely be looking forward to that. Getting to spend a little bit more time with you down there. Uh, that's that's me. The ten is the cream of the crop in the industry. It's it's just I, I, for me as a fan, that's the best tournament of the season. I right. love seeing that uh, KBF does a great job of rolling out the red carpet 
And, uh, you know, and setting everybody up for that event, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And, and yeah, man, I, I think you'd fit right in the house. And so, uh, you know, I guess we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Yeah. Well, we'll cross my fingers and we'll see how it goes. So. All right, man. Well, I, sure I appreciate you having me on Scott. Oh awesome. man, dude. Thanks so much, man. I, I I'm excited for you. I love hearing stories of guys like yourself who, you know, literally just dove head first into the sport, put in the time, put in the effort, didn't quit on themselves, didn't quit, you know, on, on the commitments they were making and, and found a way to come out on top. I, you know, I can, I, I preach it on this show. I preach it on, on, on my, on my Westbrook Wednesday show, this sport and this community is just full of people that put these, that put their butts in these little plastic boats that are just the greatest people on the planet. And I stand by that week in and week out, man. So you just, you're, you're an example of, of what that is when we talk about it, man. So congratulations again, uh, guys, that's Danny. You got to smash that like button. Danny said that last name again. Uribe. Uribe. I'm going to butcher that every time. That's Danny Uribe. Uribe. Okay. That, is the, uh, that, that is your Western Regional AOI for 2019. Uh, guys, if y'all are having a hard time remembering that name or pronouncing that name like I am, don't because this is a name and a face that you're going to see a lot more over the years to come coming up on KBF. Danny, thanks so much for tuning in with us, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. Have a good one. You too. All right, guys, that's about it for the show. Gene, pile in here, man. John, climb up. Oh, sorry. Come talk to us for a second here, bro. Let me let me slide this around. So, I, I I mean, bro, that's two guys that we interviewed tonight that were, I feel really small now. Hey, I'm in the uh, tall chair. Wow, this is, I'm the little spoon, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to get awkward. Um, I can get the short chair. No, you're good. You're good. I'll sit on the floor. We're, we're not, we've only got a couple minutes. Uh, so, I mean, two guys that came into the sport. Came in the KBF, uh, you know, one guy, you know, came in halfway through last season. Troy did. Danny came in, uh, you know, this season alone. Both guys ended up with a championship and an AOY. I mean, what does that tell you about what KBF is doing? I don't know. What did you just say? Oh, goodness gracious. I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> it's it's awesome to see it all over the country. It really is. It's it, it's cool to, to have a place where these guys, these young Young in the kayak world, guys can go in and they can compete and they can have a whole lot of fun and then feel at home. You know, yep. it, 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 as long as we, in my, it, the way I feel about it, as long as we keep uh, treating everybody that comes in like family and helping them get through all of those tough points of, of kayak fishing and all those learning, you know, those, those, those learning experiences like flopping fish yep. and stuff like that, help them get through all that, man, it's just going to be fun from here on out. You know, talking about being treated like family, we're in the champion house now. Come down, roll out the red carpet. We got two other guys with us from the angler crew. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and Ron Shrip, when we started talking about this weeks ago, I mean, Ron's like, guys, guys y'all don't get a room. Y'all don't, you know, y'all don't camp. Y'all don't, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, and so, you know, opened up the doors. We got down here today. We're here for the next several days filming and fishing. And, uh, I mean, to hear everybody talk about it, I mean, what are you expecting? Uh, it's just going to be fun. <laughs> He's we're going high fence fishing so it's gonna be fun we're gonna go have a good time guys <laughs> but uh guys that does it for this episode of the weigh in uh if you guys are tuning in on podcasts or you missed any of the show you guys can find it at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh in or you can find the podcast version on every major episode of our place to download podcasts whether it's spotify apple or any other major podcast distributor uh you guys can find it at uh at the weigh in um by searching that there um, anyway, uh, that does it for me. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, uh, the fluke master, Mr. Gene Jensen. If you guys are not, for some crazy reason, you're not following him, you need to go follow him. Uh, uh, you can, you can find him at youtube.com uh, forward slash fluke master. 
uh, for some phenomenal videos, some phenomenal educational tips. And, and this guy is fishing the KBF NC at 2020 on Gunnersville, which is kind of home water. So it's only an hour and 15 minutes from my house. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, Jody Queen, uh, TJ, Barry, Jake, uh, thank you guys all so much. Michael Pillman, thank you guys for stick tuning in and sticking out with us. Um, as always, tag your dreams. We're out. See you. Bye. Holla.